oh, I was called an asshole. I was, it was like, I hope you can't have kids. Yeah, I was called barren. Um, a soulless killjoy. I really liked that one. Oh, that's nice. I know. I was like, hmm, stunning work. Welcome to The Scaries, presented by Racer Co. I'm Sky, And I'm Talitha. In each episode, we tackle the alarming, inconceivable, shocking, questionable, and scary statistics relating to, impacting, and intervening with the lives of women and girls worldwide. You'll hear the scary truths, takeaway tools, tips, and learn about what you can do about it. The Scaries is an opportunity to raise awareness, share resources, and collectively use our power as women and supporters of women to make real change. We'd also like to note that uh, our opinions are literally just opinions. They're ours. Um, They're nothing else other than opinions in this, aside from the facts that we will be sharing. (laughs) And uh, this podcast is for entertainment purposes only. Also, we will be sharing some potentially triggering content and statistics, so please watch with caution and listen with caution. Uh, As straight, cisgendered, white, able-bodied settler women, we are aware of the privilege we have and we want to use this platform to spread awareness about the reality women from around the world face in different life situations. And why? Because sometimes nothing is scarier than being a woman. Hello, and thank you for tuning into episode two. We are uh, excited. We have appreciated all the feedback and the listens so far. Yes. Um, we've learned a lot, like things <laughs> like you have to have the microphones set at the same level, which, uh, right. you know, didn't, I mean, didn't consider. We just thought that they, you could just turn them on and they would be good to go. Uh, so hopefully you can hear me appropriately. Um, also realized that we don't need to be um, looking like we are on the sun with how bright it is. (laughs) So we've toned down the lights a little bit. Uh, I'm a little bit more tan than Skylar is naturally. And so it seems like she just stole all of the light uh, and we didn't want to white her out uh, this episode. So yeah. So thank you for that. And thank you for tuning in again. We appreciate it. Um, Last week we talked about gender-based violence um, and specifically the inter or sorry intimate partner violence that uh, perpetrates so many women in the world and kind of the different intersectionalities of it and how we we look at um different groups um and so this week and today we are going to be talking about another heavily prevalent ever-growing type of gender-based violence which is cyber violence or and this is the technical term tech facilitated gender-based violence but for the purposes of this episode we will just call it cyber violence or cyber bullying so definition uh, we'll share for you in digital environments like social media so this is where cyber violence takes place in digital environments like social media gaming sites technology tools um, used for the purpose of perpetrating gender-based violence Yes. Uh, So this type of violence affects a large majority of women, especially young women who are using digital platforms from a younger and younger age. It's Mm -hmm. becoming a lot more accessible. In fact, we've had our own share of digital hate. Um, It seems like whenever someone shares an opinion, which is just your own, it's just your opinion. It's what your thoughts are. Mm -hmm. Um, And so in our case, we tend to have the same opinion or we come together and make make sure we are on the same page with our opinions. But we shared an opinion um, about a tourism campaign that came out for our city called Experience Regina. Uh, it was very heavily situated or thought about in uh, in 
the way that we're supposed to be making our city sexy again um with taglines like show me your regina um, and the city that runs with fun and all these Mm -hmm. things anyway so we uh shared our thoughts on it and i mean overall we actually had a lot of support um, Mm -hmm. and people thanking us for sharing um, and calling in versus calling out so really calling in the behavior calling in the fact that um this there should we should have taken a different approach to this that sort of thing um but we had also some people email us and call us all sorts of names and um based on the names i would assume that they were men or identify as men Mm -hmm. um and it was just an interesting experience um experience (laughs) experience regina um because uh we we're coming at it from a place of love and respect, which yeah. I think was um, not what other people probably would have taken or had taken. Um, we weren't calling out like for like calling on heads to be no. rolling or anything. Just like this is this is not cool. This is pretty offensive to women, so it should probably change. Yeah, let's consider working together to find a better slogan. Yeah, simply. Yeah, but yeah and like even with this podcast we like had one episode and we already received some interesting spicy <laughs> comments and we're literally just talking the straight facts statistics yeah. about gender-based violence uh-huh. and we get comments like oh ironic women talking about violence like victim again yeah it's like well we actually are let me show you the pages and pages and pages <laughs> of research that prove that women are specifically yeah. violent <clears throat> violated with more violence than men so yeah anywho you can't you can't escape it it's just there so what are we going to do about it how do we move forward how do we minimize it and that's Mm -hmm. what we talked about today yeah exactly so like talitha said um intimate partner violence really one of the key people or key targeted groups of women that um, are subjected to it most are young women and that's the same for cyber violence. So cyber violence hits specifically young women, uh, 15 to 25. And so what is cyber violence? We gave the definition, but like where, how does it take shape? It's online or technology facilitated violence where technology is used to use harm and it can take shape as online threats, Mm -hmm. insults, online harassment, stalking, someone using GPS with all the tools you have now on Mm -hmm. social media, forcing a partner to share passwords, interesting oh, i didn't realize that was considered like cyber violence yeah but i mean that makes but that sense. makes sense you're yeah. like i need to know everything so you're yeah. not hiding um and then sharing someone's sexual images without their consent mm-hmm. all these things and more are cyber violence so what are the real what are the scary statistics that we're dealing with currently around this let's go on a journey together shall we there's <laughs> take, a lot take here me on a journey we're story. not going to get too deep because we have an amazing story by uh, one of our guests today to really share her real life experience in this but i'm going to share some really hard-hitting stats here so scaries yes so the scaries around this so 44 percent of women and gender diverse people ages 16 to 30 are personally targeted targeted by online hate speech 44 percent, almost half Almost of women, half of women, of all women and gender diverse people are targeted with online hate speech. This increased 72% since 2019. Online 72%? Yes. Like what is happening? I guess 2019, right before the pandemic, yeah. everyone just sitting on their computers online. What else is there to oh do? Everything's God. closed down. And so, yeah, 72% increase in online hate since 2019. Fantastic. Yeah. And specifically against women to SLGBTQIA plus ethnic groups, religious groups, like that is who we're targeting just online hate in general. Mm. Um, So the groups, again, like to break it down, 
for you, like in terms of women, who is most targeted? 33% of young women, 15 to 24, mm-hmm. 30% of indigenous women, and 50% of bisexual women. 50%? That's 50, really specific half. for bisexual women. Right. So imagine if you were young, indigenous, and bisexual. What then? 90%? The, like, yeah. What is the happening? stats are literally against you. Right. Great. Um, so this, digging even younger, and this, listen up parents, because this is pretty alarming. Mm-hmm. A survey done on Ontario students in grades 7 to 12, so like 13 to 18 mm-hmm. year olds, found that girls who spent more time on social media were more likely to report that they had thoughts of suicide. And 61% of those girls who use social media for more than five hours a day reported moderate to serious psychological distress, while boys, only 33% of them reported feeling the same way. So 61, almost double feelings of girls. So 61% of girls use social media for more than five hours a day, which actually isn't that hard. No, I was just thinking about it. Like you wake up in the morning and like scroll, scroll. Yeah. Like you have a break, lunch, supper Mm -hmm. at night, like probably most of the time at night, but yeah, Yeah. it's not that hard to get there. They feel psychologically serious, psychological distress. So then I guess where the question is, where is it happening most and how is this happening? So an international survey done by Plan International, which is a really fantastic organization, and I recommend that you check them out and donate to them and do all those fantastic things. Um, They did a survey in 2020 and discovered that attacks are most common on Facebook, followed by Instagram and WhatsApp. So Mm -hmm. I was just curious about the daily users on these platforms because... um, I, we like numbers, obviously. Yeah. And what I found was pretty wild in terms of how many numbers, how many people are using these platforms. So these, all these numbers are from reports um, and statistics from 2023. So mm-hmm. this year. Okay. So Facebook has just over 2 billion users logged in every single day. 2 billion. Wow. WhatsApp has 1 billion daily active users and people are exchanging... 140 billion messages on the platform every day. Hmm. Every day. Uh, Snapchat comes in third place at 750 million daily users. And then Instagram with 500 million daily daily users. And finally, TikTok has about 50 million daily active users. Wow. So that obviously isn't all social media platforms. That's just kind of the heavy hitters, um, in my opinion, anyways, and what we kind of found in um, online. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it shows the magnitude of the eyeballs and the ears and everyone that's kind of watching your content and looking to engage either positively or negatively. So going back to that 2020 plan international survey of all girls and women surveyed, the most common type of online harm was abusive and insulting language, which was reported by 59% of respondents, followed by deliberate embarrassment, which was 41% of respondents, as well as body shaming and threats Mm. of sexual violence, about 39%. Yeah. When asked who was uh, perpetuating, oh my gosh, perpetrating, that's a hard word, Uh, who was perpetrating the violence, 40% said they experienced harassment from people at school or at work. So people that they know. Yeah. Uh, 29% said a friend. So like, arguably like a trusted confidant or someone that you've shared things with. And then 16% were former partners. So probably were that intimate partner. That's what I was going to say. It's usually someone they know that does intimate partner violence. This isn't far off, even if you're on behind a screen on social media. Yeah, exactly. So meanwhile, 38% that they had said that they had been harassed by 
anonymous social media users. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anonymous. Right. The, the trolls, yeah. so to speak. Yeah. So online harassment has led 28% of women to take protective measures, like reducing time online and deleting accounts. Um, And I was actually reading an interesting article while researching this episode, and it mentioned Brandy Morin, who is an Indigenous uh, journalist. And we've actually had the chance to hear her speak. Mm -hmm. um, I can't remember what the event was, but she was really fantastic. And so she was interviewed because she has received multiple death threats just for saying what she says online and that sort of thing. Um, And when she contacted the police after her first death threat, so again, she's had multiple, the first one, uh, they said they couldn't do anything until it escalated. And so then in in this article, she was like, escalated to what? Death? Yeah. Come on. Like, so she has a death threat. And I was like, I feel like that's probably, that's the escalation. Yeah, exactly. And the police said, no, we have to wait until it's escalated. And so she's like, till they show up in my house, till they like literally kill me. What, what is it? Um, and then before she said, before she hung up with the officer, the officer told her, I'd advise you to keep your doors locked. Oh, great. Great advice. I didn't (laughs) think of that already. (laughs) What kind of advice is that? Makes you feel real safe. (laughs) Yeah. So anyways, uh, women who have been the victims of cyber violence have also reported seeking social isolation. So they withdraw from public life, isolating themselves from friends and family. Obviously, if you are being targeted, I mean, especially if you don't know who's targeting you, Mm -hmm. but even if your friends are saying stuff, or your schoolmates or whatever, like I would also imagine that I would yeah, not going inter- anywhere. internalize and yeah. not doing anything. Totally. Online forms of violence against women and girls are also associated with psychological, social, and reproductive health impacts. Wow. And often with online physical and sexual violence for victims and survivors. So again, that mm-hmm. that's kind of where that intersectionality comes in and it yeah. goes from online to uh, in real life. Research reveals several consequences of online violence, including women's experiences of higher levels of anxiety, stress disorders, depression, trauma, panic attacks, loss of self-esteem, and a sense of powerlessness in their ability to respond to the abuse. As if we don't have enough things to worry about <laughs> and stress about and then add this on. Exactly. On. Yeah. Anyways, <sighs> so yeah, it's really great. Mm-hmm. So on the topic of cyber violence, we have a special guest with us today, Morgan Mayer. Hey. Welcome, Morgan. Hello. So Morgan runs a hugely, hugely successful TikTok channel uh, called The No BS Bride. So make sure you give her a follow or a check out. She's mm-hmm. awesome. Yes, we highly recommend. Um, so her purpose is to share on this TikTok channel is to share the good, the bad, dare we say the scaries, <laughs> all about weddings, wedding planning, things to expect, big old red flags, and just what to do about it. So while she's created this she's gained over 150,000 followers or yeah. maybe even more yeah. um, millions of views tons of comments um but while she's built this she's also been um the target of some pretty wild online hate yeah so <laughs> so it's hard to get both without you know one or the other so mm-hmm. something we've always admired about you morgan is really how you faced um all this hate with grace, humility, and just really a lot of humor. So we're really excited to have you. <laughs> it's my trauma. Yeah. <laughs> if you don't laugh, you cry. <laughs> so before we get in, we have some questions. We of want course. to chat yes. all about everything online hate, mm-hmm. which is not that exciting, but we have some more easing into a question to start mm-hmm. off with. So first off, what is the best advice you've ever received? Um, like ever in terms of social media or just in, in general, general. just in like general. your life in general yeah. honestly knowing yourself and will help you navigate the world you live in mm. 
Mm-hmm. I believe, I honestly believe that about you too. Yeah. You know, some people are like, my advice is to like be great and strong. And you're like, I yeah. don't believe that about Just be you. you. Yeah. Because yeah. all of that kind of falls into place after you are confident in who mm-hmm. you are, what you do, who you, what you represent, et cetera. Like the rest just kind of, it falls into place. It's just how it is. And you're, you're more confident going forward in life and totally. in any sort of decision. And especially like with online or online targeting too, it makes it seriously is without it. Yeah. I can only imagine. It probably allows you to like brush it off, like let like yes. water off the duck's back <laughs> as they say. And I'm sure we'll get into that, but yeah. Cool. Awesome. Awesome second question this is a mm-hmm. would you rather oh okay so, would you rather mm-hmm. have never have any social media ever exist yes never was created. <laughs> <laughs> okay sorry continue or be the creator of the like largest most successful social media platform that ever i would say existed. no socials yeah honestly i love it and i love the tool and it connects mm-hmm. so many people oh, i lied i'm a fi- it, it's a 50 50 as long mm-hmm. as long as like i would say no because it's just honestly the days where I have no service and I'm not near my phone. Mm-hmm. Glorious, glorious times. Um, and it's, I don't know, it's, I just feel like my creativity just kind of goes rapid fire when, I, when I'm when i not constantly with a device. But I feel like having a large platform can do so much good mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. like... It can. Yeah. It can do so much good. It can do so much bad. But again, just depending on who you are, um, I think I'm a solid 50-50 right down the, right down the center for very different reasons. Yeah, yeah. Fair. Fair. One fair. for my mental health. Yeah. One for possibly the help of others. Yeah. Like it's, it's about that balance too. Yeah. I think with like even just like consuming social media, it's about balance and it not is. letting it take over your exactly. world. Yeah. yeah. Well, and I also feel like it's the content, right? Like totally. how, if you can control the content and yeah. what's on there, it would be. And it's so easy story. to get lost in it. Yeah. It's so yeah. easy to get mm-hmm. lost. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. Last question Mm -hmm. before we get into the deep questions. (laughs) This one's pretty deep though. What is your biggest scary? So like, what are you most scared of slash like what's a stat or a fact or something that you know that like scares you? Scary, disappointing people. That scares me. Ooh. It's, Ooh. I know. It's like, it's really weird. Yeah. I know. I know. <laughs> it's just like, oh, I'm just like, but oh, even God. coming out of my mouth, I'm like, that's scary to me because I was like, yeah. I, I, I don't want to be a people pleaser, but I am mm-hmm. and I'm working on it. But mm-hmm. it's, uh, I have this thing where I, if I'm scared of something, no matter what it is, physical, um, et cetera, like spiders, for instance, mm-hmm. if I'm scared, I will literally, I, I choose to face it. Mm. I have to face it because then as soon as it becomes something that I'm familiar with, it's no longer scary. And I find like scary things end up being scary. Things are just things we don't know. Mm -hmm. It's Mm -hmm. the brain protecting us. It's the unknown. So like for me, disappointing people, I don't know what their disappointment, what that's going to trigger Mm -hmm. and what their reaction will be. Oh, Uh it's the unknown. Yeah. Yeah. It's the unknown. That's my scary. And (laughs) probably, as you said, like being a people pleaser, like, it's the I call myself a recovering people pleaser I try um but yeah it's like that reaction and yeah totally Mm -hmm. what what it's gonna do back to you and like how you're gonna take that I always say I'm a people pleaser until until I'm not yeah like Mm -hmm. uh you can I will do whatever I possibly can to make sure others are comfortable to make sure others feel loved Mm -hmm. and included and then I always say I'm your greatest friend I'm your biggest cheerleader and I will be fiercely trustworthy and mm-hmm. fiercely loyal. However, you break that tie once, you're done. Mm. We we done. We done. We you take advantage of it. Anything. So, yeah. like that's just I don't know. That's how I've I feel like I live my life. A yeah. Bit. Fair. 
So thank you for answering some of those deep ones. You had some really great <laughs> answers for us. Uh, now we're going to get even deeper. Oh, I love it. This is the real mm. good stuff mm. now. Okay, so, get in there, baby. Yeah. Okay. Into the crevasse. <laughs> so we're going to dive deep. Um, so first, we want to know about a time that you voiced an opinion, <laughs> which I know you're already laughing about, um, yeah. and received negative backlash and online hate for it. Um, well, first off... Younger Morgan would have been like, no, 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 don't do that. Don't do that. That's scary. Mm -hmm. Don't voice an opinion. That's terrifying. Now, don't care. Mm -hmm. Um, Easy and like probably because it's recent was I voiced an opinion about having no kids at weddings. Mm -hmm. And that absolutely broke the internet for a hot minute. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. It was, um, it was something. And like, honestly, the, like, it was so unexpected. It was a video that I did not expect mm-hmm. to have go as viral as it did. Yeah. Um, and some of the comments were insanely, insanely inappropriate. Um, also, just, I don't know. It was just, it was, I was like, I didn't think this was that controversial. Mm-hmm. But most of the people in the comments that were dishing out the hate mm-hmm. were men. And I'm like, Oh, there were a few women, but it was mostly men. And I'm like, oh, that's really, really ironic considering you guys probably don't care that there's kids at weddings because you don't feel publicly responsible for them. Like the public does not hold you responsible for the care of children. So like, of course you don't care. You don't care because you don't actually have to deal. So like, can you give us like a a taste? Of yes. What was said? Oh, what was said? <laughs> well, seatbelts on, ladies. <laughs> know your know your emergency exits. Um, I've been, I was called Baron. Oh. I was oh yeah. I was called. I oh, it was a yeah. Uh, what? Well, uh, oh my goodness. I had all these written down, and then oh, of course I don't have my phone. Um, yeah, I was called Baron. Um, a soulless killjoy. I really liked that one. Oh, that's nice. I know. I was like, hmm, stunning work. <laughs> okay, actually, like very candidly, I saw yeah. one of them mm-hmm. and it, it said, you must be American. And I was like, oh, yeah. what? <laughs> I was like, were you, I don't know what kind of dick you were going for. I was like, was wow, weird. you must have never left your country. <laughs> yeah, like, like, it was such a weird I'm, comment. I'm canadian And then like your, your comment back, which was like, no, no I'm not <laughs> like <laughs> okay and that's it that's the thing like just commenting back at them is yeah. just so ridiculous like I think I did like a story and I just like screenshotted mm-hmm. all of these yeah, things I saw that. oh I was called an asshole I was it was like I hope you can't have kids um I was like and saying something like I don't want kids doesn't mm-hmm. mean I don't love kids I don't want kids but mm-hmm. like if I was saying struggling with fertility like that would be so hurtful absolutely and like that just breaks my heart I was like you don't know who you're saying mm-hmm. this to you mm-hmm. don't know what what my background is like you don't know what what I'm struggling with um or maybe I'm not having kids because I'm infertile like you don't know that so and then it was just like oh this poor guy someone tell this guy thanks for taking one for the team with this ugly thing and I'm like cool bro oh and so uh it was uh it was just like oh just wait till it's your turn princess and I'm like oh my god I'm a princess (laughs) stop it it's just honestly it's all about flipping flipping control Yeah. yeah And it just sounds really manipulative. Wow. Um, but it, it helps. With but I feel like in that health. situation, you have to. Like, yeah. I feel like you have to take mm-hmm. control of it. Because otherwise, it, it just yeah, yeah. swirls out of control. Oh, yeah. A hundred percent. It does. And it's, I mean, there's so many other things. But those were, oh, I was, uh, it was um, my, my personal favorite. My personal this. favorite is just like, for someone who doesn't want kids, why are your arms so fat? It looks like you've had three already. And, I'm like, <laughs> and then it was hashtag try salad. 
Wow. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. That comment at first, because like I am self-conscious about my arms. Like I've never had dainty little feminine arms ever. Nor- so like at first I'm like, oh my God, all the things I see in the mirror are true. Right. And then I'm like, okay, wait, this person doesn't know me. Mm-mm. And honestly, even if those are also my fears, it still doesn't make it true. No. Of course. It's it's disarming it within yourself and externally. Disarming. You have to right. disarm. Yeah. So let's talk about like how this affected you personally, mentally, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. physically, if any, like how, <laughs> how did it affect you? Um, I, uh, I honestly don't, I, I, I'm very fortunate that again, because I try to walk as authentically as possible and I try to lead with that example, I know myself enough to know that I am not those things. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and that's honestly, it's, self-love and self-worth is the first step to self-acceptance and like dealing with those kinds of things Mm -hmm. because you can be like nope lies like that's just it's not true and you know it's not true again even with the this guy commenting on how big my arms are and Mm -hmm. i'm like you know what he might be right but like he doesn't have to weaponize it against me no right Right? like it's it's all about and on and it's having a nice community and i feel like i've had more people be like are you okay? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. And I, I like to compare it to, I used to serve and I worked in a bar and I would break up bar fights because we didn't, because I worked <laughs> in a bar where we didn't have security. Yeah. And so you have this little five, three little like, <laughs> and, stop it. Like, like, Boys, stop it. And yeah. I'd have to get in the middle and occasionally I would get hit in the face and I get hit in the head. And Jesus. oh yeah, that's just, and I did it to myself um <laughs> you're like i'll get in there it's fine oh it's really it's really something but um i would get hit in the head and not know i got hit in the head and people mm. i'd be like cleaning up after and like dealing with my customers after and they'd be like are you okay i was like yeah i'm fine and then after the third person i'm like yeah i'm fine everyone's asking me that and they're like you got hit in the head i was like i did <laughs> like i kind of got like it's like it's like i weirdly black out mm-hmm. i know what happened and i'm aware but it's something that i ch- it's like i subconsciously just choose to like right leave i've I've heard this and i don't know who said it but it's like when someone comments especially like in terms of like cyberbullying or things that when you're trying to like disarm yes things online um the things that we take most personally are things that we've like maybe thought about ourselves so Mm -hmm. someone was like Mm -hmm. oh my god talitha i hate your blue hair and i'm like i i don't have blue hair hair, so but thank you um that doesn't really that doesn't bug me and so like you have to think of it kind of in that way where it's Mm -hmm. like i am not this person that you think i am or like this is actually not how i show up in the world and whether you confused my statement or and i mean and that's also like another conversation about like intent versus impact exactly uh yeah so like i guess trying to think of it in that way that like psychologically read program your brain you you have to it's so it's it's a part of it's a part of the game social media is a game it is. One day you're a victim, the next day you're a villain. That's just how it goes. Hmm. Ooh. That, ooh, that might be going in the intro. Yeah. <laughs> so then the next question going into that is how did you initially, and you kind of talked about this, we said mm-hmm. when you were a teenager, but how do you how did you initially cope with or respond to online hate? And then how has that approach changed? I know we've talked about a little bit about mm-hmm. like the psychological changes, but For what sure. was your initial approach, especially as you... I mean, I don't know if you just like became viral overnight, but that's how I feel like it went. Like all of a sudden I was like, it was you, kind of, she was like getting interviewed on the news was for being cat talk yeah, famous. For, like all the followers. Yeah. Oh, really? yeah. Okay. Oh no. Oh, the, like the child free thing. Yeah. No, no. Oh, okay. That was like, oh, uh, I think my most viral, viral video had like, 
I mean, even in comparison to viral videos, it's not that big. Um, it has like 5 million views, oh, wow. which is, That's and it was, lot. and it was very funny. It was the cooter cooler. Oh. And it was just like, how to like keep <laughs> yeah. your, keep your, keep your girl, your girl ven- ventilated during, <laughs> during your wedding, yeah. your wedding dress. Like that was my first like real viral one. Mm-hmm. And then it was literally me just like doing sound bites ridiculously in a wedding dress to like Celine Dion. Yeah. Like, that's just nice. That's, I don't know. Love it started it. as very lighthearted and but and anytime I'd voice an opinion, for the most part, it was good. But like, yeah, I'd say the most controversial yeah. was like gotcha. having child-free weddings and then being like, "You're a witch," and I'm like, "Yes, <laughs> <laughs> yes, I am." Like, I'm like, cool, bro. Yeah. Like, so then, when you initially became viral, mm-hmm. I'll say, well, like, I'm assuming just because it's the internet and people mm-hmm. were probably negative mm-hmm. on there. Like, how did you initially cope with that? Or has it changed? Like, has it changed? Have you always coped with it the same I way? I think the first time, and it wasn't even like someone, someone said, oh, you look like this person. And I was like, who is this person? And I looked them up and I was like, that's what I look like. Oh, and yeah, I was just like, okay, Morgan, one, don't do that to another person. Don't be like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm so sad I look like that. Like, I was just like, one, that's a really shitty way to mm-hmm. look at it. Um, and then secondly, I talked to my sister. I was like, am I crazy? <laughs> and then she's just, she honestly, she's, she's, she is my voice of reason for so many things. Mm-hmm. So like initially I went to her nice. and she went, Morgan, you're not those things though. You're not those things. It's okay. You're not those things. And you know this. And it's like, yes, it was just a matter of someone being like, you're not doing this. Mm-hmm. And me going, oh, yeah, right. Mm-hmm. I'm not. Okay, cool. Thank you so much. Like it's, and it was, I call, I call, I call those people authenticity allies. Yeah, mm-hmm. totally. Like and that. they are, mm-hmm. yeah, they're just there to help you. They, they know you yeah. almost as much as you know yourself. Totally. And they're like, you sure that's something that reflects mm-hmm. yeah. you yeah. and what you want? Um, yeah. Nice. Um, this is just a side story, but one time I I was just bored in the morning, and so I, I thought you were going to say, "And one time I was just born, <laughs> I was just born," yeah. and that's the that's the side and story. That's it. Um, no, but I uh, googled myself. Um, oh my god! And I don't recommend doing that um, because then I read comments about uh, a video that we had posted um, about having an opinion. Weird. Oh, and uh, um, and all of these comments, I would presume primarily by men, just by based on like the names that yeah. were provided, and same thing. And so then I like got like it was like she doesn't, she's not educated, and like she doesn't know any of these things. And so I got like so internally like in on myself. Yeah, and then messaged one of my my authenticity allies, and mm-hmm. she was like. No. Like what the fuck are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, she's like, do you believe any of those things? Also, would that have changed how you acted? Would mm-hmm. that have changed any of these things? And I was like, no. no. And she's like, done. So there you go. And I was like, oh, wow, oh. I needed that. No, like it's yeah. just honestly, and it's like you don't need outside validation. No, but when it's coming, when it's coming from a trusting source, it's good. I think yeah. that's a really nice tool to have. Never really. hurts to have those reminders. Yeah, exactly. absolutely. You gotta look outside yourself. Yeah, yeah. love it. Perfect. So. What do you think or why do you think social media is this place, the scary place these days where people feel okay to bully and troll and just be the worst versions of themselves? Because people (laughs) often like to attack people who are projecting their own insecurities Mm -hmm. and they like to... It's just like the thing. Oh, you're scared of being barren. Well, okay, I guess I'm barren and I'll be barren for you. That's fine. Um, But yeah, I think it's people just projecting their their own stuff that you have to unfortunately deal with it's just kind of part of social media but um they feel confident because they're not there face to face it's easier for me to say something negative when that person isn't there to call me on my bullshit mm-hmm. yeah it's easier yeah. of yeah. course i feel like that's kind of everything it's easier to say something behind <clears throat> someone's back 
don't do it. That's terrible. But it's easier to do that because they're not there. However, the older I get, the more I'm like, okay, you know what? If I have an issue with this person, I have absolutely no issues telling them to their face Mm -hmm. because it's never with hate. It's always with love. Yeah. Like this bugged me. This, this hurt my feelings. I don't think this is, are you sure this is something that reflects you? Are you sure this is something that you want? Mm -hmm. Like, and this is, this is why. And if you want to have a conversation about it, please do. I want to talk about it because I want to grow and learn and understand. And it's like, are you doing this purely out of evil or because you are hurt and you need Mm -hmm. love? Like there are so many ways to look at it. So anytime someone online says anything that's negative, I'm like, they're just projecting their own Mm self-loathing. Unfortunately, it's like they don't need more hate coming at them. Unfortunately, they need more love. Mm -hmm. In my personal opinion, I heard a, I heard a quote. Whether they're willing to take it or not is the next issue. Yeah, and it totally lines with what you're saying about. I think it says um, the way people talk about or talk to other people is mm-hmm. the way that they talk about or talk to 100%. themselves. Yeah, right. Ooh. So like, yeah, yeah. If they're all projected, fully, yeah, talking mean, and that's probably how they're talking about themselves. Absolutely thinking about themselves. So yep. switch that narrative on yep. yourself, and you'll likely feel yeah. better about other people as well. Absolutely, just putting yeah. yourself in other people's shoes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, so then we've talked about a little bit about um, why we think that social media is the place where people <laughs> feel bullied. And what ways yes. do you think your experience might be similar or different from others who have faced online hate? Um, it's different because I know I come from a privileged background. Like there are so many other things. Like I am I am a white woman, mm-hmm. came from a upper middle class family. Um, I w- was fortunate enough that I could go and do extracurriculars and I had supportive friend groups. I am very privileged in that way. I know this. Mm-hmm. Um, so when it comes to other ethnicities or different classes and how you were raised, all of these things can, they're just more tools for people. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. I have less, I have less tools and weapons for people to take out of my toolbox and huck at me. Yeah. Just yeah. based off of how our society um, has been and like that's just how it is so like I am still very privileged in the amount of hate that I've gotten is nowhere near what others have mm-hmm. yeah it that's I mean that's a really good self-reflection and we yeah. like those like intersectionalities that we had just previously talked about mm-hmm. um uh Our brand, last episode yeah, yeah. And about like all those different mm-hmm. intersectionalities that come about and how um different groups of women obviously yeah. face different and more intense pieces of intimate partner violence. Mm-hmm. And so um, valid that you're like, I'm, I'm still aware that like people saying I have, you know, big arms is like, that's not pr- a death threat. It's, no, it's not. Yeah. It's not. Um, and it, and like, it's, it's being self-aware enough. That's like that there are bigger issues mm-hmm. and putting energy towards this small thing Um is just not worth my time because mm-hmm. I love myself enough that my time's way more valuable than that. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. That makes sense. Very smart. Yeah. <clears throat> so what, uh, like when this happens to you, and I'm sure it's happened more than once, what support or resources do you go to? And I know you talked about like allyship, mm-hmm. um, authentic, would you say? Authenticity, um, authenticity ally. Yeah. Yeah. So that's one piece. Is there any other like places that you go or people that you seek out to mm-hmm. support you through this? Um, my my partner is incredibly mm-hmm. supportive. Um, he laughs right along with me. And um, there was there was this one time I, we had, I don't know, I put on this high energy video, and someone commented that they're like, uh, how, "What? How did it go?" It was just like, "Wow, your husband." I feel bad for him because you're exhausting. <laughs> and I was like, 
<laughs> um, a little ASMR whisper. Yeah, no, <laughs> and uh, I had a video. I was just like, hey, babe, did you know I'm exhausting? He's just like, yup. <laughs> it's just disarming the situation. Like, he knows yeah. what he got himself into. So, yeah. honestly, the tools, I find the best tools are the people around you and, and your own self-love and worth. That is the best tool. So do you have advice to like improve self-worth? I know that's not really really (laughs) self-love. It's not really our episode, but I just feel like you definitely practice it Mm -hmm. in a really positive way. So I find like I'm an, I'm an Aries. I'm a hot-headed little bee, but, um, I find I can always check myself in if something, if something angers me, it sounds like I'm like, I go to therapy, uh, which is great. Go to Every, therapy. I was like, everyone should. I just feel like I'm just, <laughs> yeah. I feel like I'm just spouting what I've heard in therapy. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just, you know, you have to, when, when you feel something that triggers you, it's deep diving into why mm. and figuring out why it triggers you. Mm-hmm. And why does this make you sad? Why does this make you angry? Why does this do this? And it's taking it, removing yourself from the situation and kind of analyzing it from just different viewpoints like who is speaking okay why might they feel like this is a bad thing right however it's also looking at it and going okay are they correct Mm. is this true am i being an asshole right i have no problems people telling me if i'm being an asshole i want them to tell me if i'm being an asshole i really do because i will not react i'll go okay why okay cool okay i see where you're coming Mm -hmm. from that's not how it was intended. This is how it was. Oftentimes it's just a miscommunication. So for me, removing myself kind of mentally and disassociating and like looking at it from all angles Mm -hmm. and going, okay, is this true or is this false? Mm -hmm. Or maybe it's in between. Maybe it's like, oh, you know what? I thought it was this. And you know what? You might be right. It might be this. And Mm -hmm. I'm fully self-aware enough. And I, that, and I don't have enough ego that I can put my ego aside and go, yeah, I'm wrong. A hundred percent. No problem. Mm -hmm. So for me, it's removing myself from the situation, analyzing all, all viewpoints, and moving forward with the most love. Mm-hmm. For yourself yeah. and others. Yeah. And others, yeah. Yeah, for sure. So if you could then, what changes would you like to see in online platforms or policies to better protect individuals from online hate and online intimidation and online bullying and all those? It's a very things. good question. Because honestly, I don't know. I really don't. I feel like it's so... There's no right answer to that question. There's mm-hmm. so many things you can do, but again, it's only going to weed it so much. Mm-hmm. I feel like they've tried. I mean, there's certain things that I've reported and they're like, it's not bullying. I'm like, you sure about that? Um, so I, I honestly don't know. And I don't know enough about the background of what they could do. If I knew more of the background and like the tech and all of that mm-hmm. behind it, I'd be like, oh, we could do this and this and this, and this would just be amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, and like they do, they do like here, this, tr- this, word is like triggered so you can't say certain words on social media which is great it's like we all know what you're talking about yeah Mm -hmm. so that's amazing and i feel like they've they've come a long way but there's still such a long way to go i just don't know what that path is because Mm -hmm. i am i that's not where my knowledge base is um however if i understood the back end of it i'm sure i'd have about a thousand answers yeah but unfortunately it's just it's about people who participate in social media it's just base it base every action you do off of love that's great love for Mm -hmm. others and yourself yeah. Don't hurt anyone. No. No. Yeah. Um, researching this episode, we saw that uh, they're like the laws just like haven't caught up yet to 
because you know yeah. social media and the internet everything are the internet of things yeah it's changing so quickly mm-hmm. and that like these Can't laws that are put in place yeah because the yeah. paperwork paperwork is so much lower than the digital world mm-hmm. so and legislature and like how our government works is not it's not fast Mm-mm. it's not it's no. not fast at all no it needs to be streamlined mm-hmm. but like that's another conversation for another day yeah <laughs> <laughs> but, like i feel like i feel like you know our government is on analog and we're on digital yeah, yeah like absolutely. that's just that's just how it is and there's one's moving so much faster than the other by the time one catches up the other one's 10 years ahead mm-hmm. easy well, it's tough because social media is such a like a freedom of speech. Like you can go Absolutely. on there and say whatever mm-hmm. you want for the good, for the bad, the ugly. Mm-hmm. So how do you monitor that without taking away freedom of speech, rights? right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Unless it's like you can only talk if it's positive and there's like an AI tool that like scans it. And if it's not positive, <laughs> yeah. deletes it. Like, exactly. I mean, yeah. we're almost there. Let's be honest. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm so, sure it's coming. Yeah, but mm, who knows? Yeah. yeah. Uh, so then closing out Mm -hmm. a little bit Mm -hmm. what message or insight would you like to share with our audience based on your journey through i mean this challenging experience but also just like putting yourself and being vulnerable on Mm -hmm. the internet um and i also think it's not fair when people say oh you put yourself out there like so you should expect the negative comments it's like like i go to a party it doesn't mean i want someone to be like hey a fat asshole yeah right. <laughs> no like, you're a dick like i'm not no it's not that's no. not no that's just not what we want yeah so uh with that then what like what did what final message or insight would you share based on these experiences or like just i guess anything you'd like to say um accepting the fact that you will never win social media mm-hmm. you will never win social media one day you are a victim and the next day you are a villain i have been told i'm <laughs> a fat barren asshole and i'm like cool bro that sounds awesome mm-hmm. um and then i've been told i'm a cyber bully at the same time mm-hmm. like within hours of each other and i'm like okay cool um and like that's just cyberbullying is not something that i will ever get on board with mm-hmm. ever um and i've been accused of it which breaks my heart and i'm like well i don't i i voice an opinion mm-hmm. or i say something that for whatever reason someone reflects on or like takes as a personal attack it's like whoa 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 whoa! Mm-hmm. i'm really sorry you feel mm-hmm. that way you maybe need to go internally on that because that's never ever ever that is mean girl behavior i do not su- subscribe to and never will mm-hmm. and i'm sorry if anyone anyone takes any opinion i have or any skit i do as something that's from their personal life right because life what <laughs> wow <laughs> i suddenly I became australian yeah. um like someone that like and it's it's never intended that way. I always use blanket, mm-hmm. blanket situations. There's never any specifics because like there's never been a wedding I've gone to that there hasn't been drama of some sort giving specifics. Yeah, that's going to attack somebody mm-hmm. making it a blanket statement. Absolutely. It's literally the most yeah. common thing. It's being like um, sh- runners are mostly pretty comfortable to wear. Mm-hmm. Opinion. <laughs> And then you'll People have someone like, being yeah, like, yeah, give me blisters yeah. every day. Exactly. Yeah. Like there's like, always something. And, you know, if, if unfortunately people will take certain things uh-huh. as they will take it and feel it as a personal attack. Mm-hmm. Again, that's just self-reflection and self-love. Mm-hmm. So when someone's like, you're a cyber bully, I was like, I, I'm not, I will mm-hmm. never, ever, 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 ever. And yeah, then the next day, you know, I'm terrible because right. of this or, you know, like, or, and then the next day it's like, oh my God, these are so funny and you're so great and blah, blah, blah. Like it's a, it's a wild roller coaster of everything. And unfortunately, like, you know, again, there's no winning. Yeah. You can't win. You can't win the internet. So don't try. <laughs> can't win social media. Yeah. Don't try. Yeah. <laughs> don't try. 
And it's just, yeah, accepting and loving who you are and moving forward. And those that, and those that know you will know that about you. Mm -hmm. And And honestly, the rest doesn't matter. And I think too, like what you do is really the intent. Yeah. The intent is positive. The intent Always. is educational. The intent is to make people laugh. It's right? laughing at some drama. It's exactly. like, ah, shit happens, move on. Like, yeah. it's not a big deal. Drama's right. going to happen. Yeah. And, you know, things are going to go wrong. And that's mm-hmm. okay. And honestly, the things that went wrong at my wedding are some of my favorite parts. Because mm-hmm. yeah. dwelling in any of it is just, that's a, that's a cesspool I just could not get behind. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Stay out of it. Yeah. yeah. Stay out of it, baby. Yeah. <laughs> Love yourself and go that way. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. Yeah, Honestly, so we learned so much from you and I'm sure the listeners all did too. So thank, thank you. So thank much. you so much for having me. This was such a pleasure. Of such course. a treat. Yeah. Um, and go follow Morgan at No BS Bride on TikTok. Yes and uh and follow and like and share the love and share and comment nice things on her post (laughs) actually comment mean ones (laughs) she will make you laugh probably in the comments (laughs) on commenting on that so there you go thanks morgan thank you so after we heard from morgan uh we know some things that we can do and also the kind of the real reality of how that's facing people um and so this type or this horrible and growing type of violence seems to be everywhere that we look online i mean we've obviously seen it with morgan we've experienced it so what's being done about this Mm -hmm. uh survivors of cyber violence can pursue different legal options actually through criminal law and civil litigation processes depending on where a survivor lives in canada so this is only canada specific Mm -hmm. they may be able to file a complaint with the officer of um sorry, the Office of the Privacy Commissioner of Canada, which enforces federal privacy laws. However, the real change will come when the platforms that support and house this hate, like social media platforms, Mm -hmm. start to act and make changes in their policy. According to Imran Ahmed, founder and CEO of the Center for Countering Digital Hate, there have been repeated failures by social media companies to take action on harmful content or the people who spread it. So, in fact, this company's research has demonstrated how the social media company's algorithms with a systematic bias towards hate and misinformation have had a damaging impact. So the algorithms are against us. They set us up for failure. Exactly. It's (laughs) spicy. So it's going to get the reactions. It's going to get the time. Yeah. They get the air time. They're going to get the eyeballs. So this failure to act is the reality of the status quo of self-regulation that social media platforms follow. And self-regulation in this instance is Mm -hmm. actually no regulation. The status quo cannot stand. Yeah. No. They're allowed to, yeah, self-regulate and self-monitor themselves. But like opposed to, you know, say a healthcare provider who self-regulates, there are like laws and acts and like things that they have to follow. In this case, they're just like a free-for-all. Yeah. And let's be honest. I don't think internet trolls are self-regulated at all. No. Like they aren't trolling if they're regulated. So come on. So as a result, in 2022, the Center for Countering Digital Hate created a values and research-driven framework to support global efforts to regulate social media and search engine companies called the STAR framework. Mm. So this STAR framework aims to aims to establish key global standards. So global standards, not just Canadian or American, Good. for social media reform to ensure effectiveness, connectedness, and consistency for a sector which impacts people globally and draws on the most important elements for achieving this. So the STAR framework stands for safety by design, transparency, accountability, and responsibility. Nice. Yeah. I think if you want to learn more about those, definitely check out their website, the yeah. Center for um, Countering Digital Hate dot com probably but mm-hmm. google it and you'll find more <laughs> we'll put it in the show those. notes yeah. yeah um so in addition to this star framework um the center for countering digital hate also came out with a guide called don't feed the trolls how to deal with online hate Ugh. and they came out some with some really 
it seems pretty common sense, but mm-hmm. honestly, this is some really hard hitting proven facts of like how to deal with online hate when it happens to you or to your family or right. your friends. So we're going to share a little bit. So what they suggested to do immediately when you experience online hate is to first resist the urge to respond. I know it can be really oh. probably super hard when it's like specifically a personal attack on you or your family or whoever, mm-hmm. but resist the urge to respond. You might think that winning or losing, like Morgan said, relies mm-hmm. on whether you win the argument or the debate or whatever it is that they're yeah. getting mad at you about, but uh, you have to resist because the, for the troll, it's about, it's about the prominence. It's about how many people see what mm. they write. So the more you discuss it back and forth, the more prominent the conversation right. becomes. So the more those comments eyeballs like, are coming on yeah. them and what they're saying, they don't care if it's positive, negative, they just want the prominence of their propaganda. So don't respond if possible. Block them immediately also, especially if it's like full on harassment and getting violent. Block. Mm -hmm. Uh, This will ensure they can't contact you ever again. It removes the mentions of them from your notifications. And it also stops like more people like them from getting and piling on. Yeah, like getting their troll friends to come and troll. Troll storm, it's (laughs) called. Um, and then if you receive several negative comments, sometimes you could say something and then put your phone down and the next time you look at it, it's like, ah, there's a hundred yeah. comments. Just switch off your app notifications uh, from your phone or your other devices to protect you from that like troll storm because just step Ugh. away. Step Do not away disturb is a very, very strong tool yes. that you can use on your phone. Yes. yes. <clears throat> um, they also suggest not posting something saying that you're being targeted because this actually simply invites further abuse again you're showing the prominence you're highlighting what the conversation Uh is or whatever their propaganda is that they're trying to get the point that they're trying to get across avoid doing that because again it makes it even more popular um and it could even store fuel more they'll just likely to come back and say more things right right um and then the last piece of advice they do immediately they say to do immediately is get space from social media because you just need to show yourself compassion put away the phone go for a walk do whatever you need to do to self-care yeah that self-love that morgan talked about for sure and then if things are getting real heated and you're starting to actually feel unsafe these are some other things that they suggest so record Use those screenshot buttons because mm-hmm. those are important. If you ever need to take any legal action, re- screenshot it, take note of the date, the time, mm-hmm. who sent it, do it, save it, make sure you keep a record of it. Get those receipts, as yeah. they say. Yeah. Yep. Uh, report. So there are ways on different social media channels that you can report mm-hmm. negative harassment, different comments like that. I don't know exactly what they do. Sometimes they kick you off. You're in Facebook jail or whatever. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Um, but definitely report it because the more reports that an individual gets, the, the more likely to get banned from yeah. using that channel. And then, of course, it allows you to say, police, I've done this, I've done this, I've done this. Now it's time for you to step in. Yeah. Um, and then recruit help. So there's organizations with experience and expertise in online hate, um, specifically the Center for Countering Hate online. But there's other ones if you Google it and they can give you more tips and tricks too to deal. Yeah. Those are all great tips. Yeah. And yeah, so you can be proactive. Um, also, just reach out to people too and get get offline and talk to people. And I love um, what Morgan said around authentic allies. Like, remember, yeah. this isn't about you. It's often just about them and their internal mm-hmm. hate and they're just projecting on you. So remember, yeah. it's not about you. Check in with those yeah. authenticity allies. Yes. So with that, thank you so much for joining us today as we confronted these terrifying but real-life statistics impacting women and girls. In our next episode, we're going to be talking about the issues surrounding gaslighting that women face in healthcare. So it's going to be juicy. Mm -hmm. Stay tuned for more ways to make a positive impact. Together, we can make the world a little less scary for women and girls. 
And be sure to follow us on Instagram at RacerCo and at scaries.podcast and on TikTok at RacerCo. Remember that change starts with awareness and action. So thank you for being part of the Scaries community and making this world a little less scary for it to exist as a woman. Bye. Bye.